sometimes you have to chase people down in a parking lot because you know they are someone you want to get to know more about and get an opportunity to learn what makes them musically tick. Uh, and that that's what your girl did. I am Veronica Bezesti. That is a true story. I'm the host of Subculture, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And I'm stoked to bring, remotely, of course, to the Portland Radio Project studio another local artist drop-in session with the incredibly multi-talented Colin Hegna. Hey, Colin. How's it going? It's going all right. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Doing great. Right on. You may know Colin as the lead whistler of local spaghetti western-themed indie rock band Federale. He is co-owner of Revolver Studios, and what I'm seeing as as kind of a film buff with his involvement in the music and movie series at the lot at Zaydal Yards. We'll talk about all that, but first, Colin has honored us with some new music from Federale. Tell us about this first new tune that we're going to hear, Blood Moon. Yeah, Blood Moon. Um, so I've been working with this director, Anilili Amrapur, for a real long time. Um, we've had music in all of our feature films, and I've done some stuff with her outside of that as well, um, like documentary stuff. Blood Moon, she has a, a film coming out that's called Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon. And uh, this song, Blood Moon, I wrote for that movie, uh, for her, um, and it, it is featured in the film. And uh, it's definitely a departure for us stylistically a little bit. Although I think a lot of the, some similarities do exist with some of our other material. Um, but yeah, it's sort of a new sound for us. And uh, yeah, it's brand new. Nobody's ever heard it. Oh, I love that. All right, well, this is Federale with Blood Moon on Portland Radio Project. Cool. Well, there's a blood
that undercurrent of like a looming presence in the room with you cool thank you that's an incredible song but you're saying that it's a little bit of a departure so talk a bit about the creative process behind federale's tunes and and i'm curious to know as the main songwriter Mm -hmm. and a record producer apart from federale do -hmm. you allow yourself to freely actually freely create those tunes or are you always looking at them through a producer's lens hmm uh well, I, I definitely look at it through producer's lens because uh, I'm trying to hear the, the final vision mm-hmm. of it, mm-hmm. how it's going to come across both like as far as the uh, arrangement goes and the production goes, uh, but also from a like uh, emotional content aspect, like all those things kind of come together to have like, you know, it eventually all turns into just like a, a like a one sound or, you know, a stereo, uh, sound. And, uh, so, you know, when I'm writing songs, I'm trying to think of like the emotional impact that it's going to have, um, in the end. So my, my process that, that I, that I do is I, um, I don't write songs using any instruments at all. Wow. Um, I don't use I mean, I, I do on occasion, but m- for the most part, I don't. Um, I, I don't use a piano. I don't use a guitar. I don't use anything. Um, I try to actually just hear it in my head, like the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And then I will sort of like try to somehow bring it into the real world and try to like, because then if I can hear it in my head, then I can sort of hear that emotional impact that I'm yeah. going for. Um, and so... You know, like, then I'll sort of, like, translate. Well, it's like, okay, well, I'm going to need a drum set, and I'm going to need the bass, you know, and the, it'll that'll go like that. And, and then I'll sort of, sort of figure out, like, well, you know, do I need horns? Do I need uh, strings? Do I need synthesizers? Um, what What is it that I'm hearing in my head? And, like, how can I achieve that in, in the real world? So I sort of, like, reverse engineer it from, like, the final version in my head, which in the final version in my head before I start it, sometimes aligns with how it sounds when I'm actually done with it in reality, yeah. but sometimes it turns into something else. <laughs> sure. So that's kind of my process. Wow. You've been a part of Revolver Studios since 2004. What made you want to be on the other side of the board? 
Um, as as an artist, you mean? Yeah. Um, what came first? What was the chicken or the egg for you? Was it music or was it the desire to produce music? You know, like it was always both. Um, my, my, my dad owns a recording studio. So my first job was working <laughs> for him yeah. in a recording studio. And like this is in the early 90s. So I've been doing stuff in the recording studio as long or, or longer than playing instruments. I mean, you know, I started playing violin when I was five, but wow. I wouldn't say that I was like really good at anything um, until, you know, my teenage years. Um, and even then I was still just learning. I don't know. It, it all just, I just did, I always saw it as like the same thing. And like, that's, that's why my studio is called Revolver actually. Um, it sometimes people think it's about like you know like a gun or whatever but it's, cause or the Beatles West, album it's about the Beatles album oh, okay what, yeah <laughs> because like that record for me like it sort of encompasses that's when the, the Beatles started using the, the studio as an instrument you know they weren't yeah. just like coming in and playing songs they started experimenting with sounds and like those sounds became part of the of the song themselves. Yeah. So there's the production and the songwriting are intertwined, you know, mm -hmm. and that's, that's what I really love about that record. And that's what I, um, that's how I think about music is like, I, I, it's just so intertwined that I, you can't really have one without the other in my, as far as what I do, you know, like I, you know, if I was a jazz musician, then that would might be a different situation, but I, I really see the production of music as being like deeply intertwined with, with its creation. So I, I've always been on both sides of the board, really. Okay. You've got what seems to be a pretty deep connection to cinema, not, not only obviously with that thematic musical base behind Federality, but let's talk about your work with Hollywood Theater and the yeah. music and movie series at the Lot at Zydell. And for those not aware of what the Lot at Zydell Yards is, it is Portland's premier socially distanced outdoor performance venue. It's bitchin'. It's so great. <laughs> How did you get involved with the music and movie series and, and choose the pairings? Well, I am a total film geek. As okay, I wasn't going to call you a film geek. I'm glad you said it yourself. Okay, good. Okay, that's that's true. Okay, you, you're, uh, your your uh, intuition was correct there. Um, so yeah, I've, I and like I we have played a live score at the Hollywood um, before. Mm -hmm. So so like a, a score to a, a film. And uh, I've just gotten to know some of the folks there just because I go to so many movies and like, I'm always like, Hey, you know, what's going on with what's, what's the next series. So I've started to get to know um, Dan uh, Halstead, who's one of the head programmers and Doug, Doug White, Dan and Doug are two of the main folks there. And then um, Kristen, um, who I just met, Kristen Folk, who uh, does a lot of their community outreach. Um, they, they told me that they were doing this uh, outdoor movie event stuff. And um, they knew that I was, you know, I really loved movies and music. And, and I'm also just a really big fan of soundtrack music, you yeah. know, sound, soundtracks in general. Um, I love a good soundtrack, man. Love yeah, it. Yeah. It's so great. There's so, so much wonderful music in that world. Um, and so I just, you know... They, they knew that I had sort of like a passion for film music and uh, and that I'd be really 
I'd be really excited about doing something like that. So mm -hmm. they asked me to try to find good pairings to have a band play before the movies. So it could be sort of like a symbiotic experience between the two. Yeah. Did they already have the movies chosen or did you have any hand in the movies? They have the movies chosen okay. um, and they do a fantastic job at that. So they gave me a list and uh, I was just really excited by some of the films, all the films on the list. And uh, yeah, they gave me the list and then I, and I sort of just let my mind wander and uh, sort of did some, you know, fantasizing like, oh, wouldn't that be cool if we tried to get that band to play with that movie? Um, and that's how that all worked out. I like the comparison in a piece that's on the Hollywood Theater website about it being almost like you were a sommelier. Yes, that's <laughs> that's kind of how I think of it. Yeah, definitely. Because it's yeah. like, it's you, you, you want to have a, a pairing that complements each other, you right. know? Um, so it's, uh, you know, if you get the, because <laughs> if you get the wrong act, then it's sort of like his... Uh, could be sort of jarring, like, why are we hearing this metal band before E.T.? E.T., yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I don't know, maybe that could be cool. But, <laughs> but you know, like, if, if you get the, the right sort of vibe going, then it's just like it kind of carries you through the evening and it creates sort of like an overarching experience. Yeah. yeah. I love that. We are going to hear another Federale tune. It's a cover of Mona Lisa. And... I didn't know this, that the most famous version of that song by Nat King Cole, I never knew that that was actually a cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually a, a song from a film. Yes. Um, and it won an Oscar. It did, yeah. Yes. It was best best song. I can't remember what year off the top of my head. but 49 the, the, or 50? Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and the, the songwriters who wrote that, they actually wrote like several songs that were won the best uh, song Oscar. Um, so they're, they're very, very uh, excellent songwriters. It's, it's a classic song for, for many reasons. Um, but yeah, the Nat King Cole version is, is fantastic. That's definitely my favorite version of it. The reason why this exists, this mm -hmm. again is a, a pretty big departure for us yes. <laughs> Stylist, stylistically. Um, the reason that this exists is because uh, also of the movie Mona mm -hmm. Lisa and the Blood Moon. So this is sort of the, the flip side to the Blood Moon coin. This version of the song doesn't exist in the film, but there is a version of the song in the film that, that features me singing. But this is the version that we made for, for our band, basically. All right. Well, you're listening to Portland Radio Project. This is Federale with Mona Lisa. Do you smile to 
attempt a lover, Mona Lisa. Or is this your way to hide a broken heart? Many dreams have been brought to your doorstep. Just like I do believe you can add crooner to your resume now, Colin. <laughs> I, 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 and what I want to see is you produce a video, and I see a top hat, I see tails, <laughs> I see the whole thing. It could happen, yeah. I, yeah. I would watch that. I would watch that over and over again. <laughs> uh, you know, 2020 brought with it, obviously, the pandemic, venues closed. How did you as a creative force navigate all of that? And how excited are you to get back in front of an audience? Because you got a show coming up. Well, yes. First of all, I'm very excited to get back in front of an audience. Yes. Uh, that's like super exciting. Because, um, you know, I mean, I 
like a lot of musicians, like I've spent almost my entire life playing live music in mm-hmm. one form or another, like several times a month, every week, you know, like yeah. I used to go on tour and I'd play, we play every night for two months straight. So not playing live shows has been really bizarre. But um, to answer your first question, like what, what have I been doing or how have I um, sort of maintained my creativity is I just really have dived into my work in the studio, um, okay. which I, you know, I do a lot of work in the studio already. So um, I just really doubled down in that world. And I've been, I've been doing a lot of like um, scoring and soundtrack work stuff there. And, you know, and then we've been working on our, 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 our next Federale record as well. Um, like, we released the last record in, at the end of 2019, and we mm-hmm. did do a bit of touring, but, um, you know, we, we played in Austin, we played California, um, and, you know, Seattle and stuff, but we didn't really do, like, we, we basically got shut down, you know. Sure, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. As everyone did um, in in the promotion of that record. And so I was like, well, I guess I just got to let that go um, and start working on something new. So I've, I've been working on all kinds of different stuff. Um, as, I mean, as evidenced by those two songs, those are yeah. drastically different from one another. Yes. You have been a part of Brian Jonestown Massacre for a long time. That yes. has come to an end. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Why? Uh, why, why did it come to an end? Yes, for you. <laughs> um, Do we, is there enough time? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I don't want to get into any specifics. It's, it's, oh, it's come a, on. It's a long story. You know, I was in that band for, for 10 years. Um, and we, we toured a lot and we spent a lot of time together. Um, you know, and like a lot of people came and went. Um, and it, you know, I just got to the point where it was like, I, as much as I absolutely loved the folks in that band and, and the experience of doing it, I really wanted to sort of focus on, on something that was more, I had more, you know, like of an, something that was more mine, I guess. Um, the, and that band is, you know, it's, it's definitely Anton's band. Um, and we're the people who were in the band were major contributors to a lot of the stuff that happened. But, you know, I want, I really want to focus on Federale um, and my, my work in, in films and yeah. scoring and stuff. And, and you just can't really work in, in scoring or, or do anything like that. Or at least I couldn't figure out how to do it when you're in a tour bus, you know, tour sure. van. So, and you know, there was, there was some drama <laughs> also. No, no, there was, there was oh, some... I can't even, no. <laughs> there's some things that helped me with my decision. <laughs> and that's what I won't really so dive. So <laughs> very politically correct of you. <laughs> I won't really dive into those, but you know, I'm sure people can imagine, you know, it's just like some, you know, some some strong personalities yeah. and if you take some strong personalities and you combine that with like um some unhealthy uh lifestyle practices then you know things can get very uh tense mm-hmm. and, and at a certain point i was like i just i'm i'm good with this i don't need this anymore right now <laughs> so well I, i'm glad to see that although that 
that is no longer in your life, you've got a really positive outlook about all of the other stuff that's still in your life and can take all of those creative juices and appropriately channel them. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And yeah. like, it's, it's been, it's felt really good to uh, really re engage in both with my band. Um, and then also just like the, you know, the community that exists, the music community in Portland, because I spent so much time like traveling all over and like, it's, it was wonderful, but I sort of neglected my life in the musical community here a bit, you know? Yeah. It's, it's been great to really like sort of engage with it in a deeper way. And it's an incredible music community. And I think the transition from what the pandemic has kind of left in its destruction, the resiliency of this community is really coming to the forefront. Definitely. It's absolutely. Yeah. You really see it. People are, you know, when I reached out to a lot of different folks um, about trying to ask them if they want to play with these films, you know, there were some bands who were like, uh, we thought we were just kind of done you know oh, um wow. and and um but you know when given the opportunity they were like you know what screw that we yeah. want to do this this is this is what we want to do this is what we do um yeah there's a lot of resiliency and you know a lot of people really helped each other out as well um it's been a lot of like mutual support in the community it's been really great to see it's really great to see us starting to emerge from it and like the, the joy that that's bringing to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any other shows coming up in the near future? Um, that's a good question. Um, we do virtual or physical. <laughs> we haven't really been doing any virtual shows, um, okay. the whole time, like just cause, well, for one thing we were like, you know, following the rules. So we, we weren't rehearsing or anything. I, I don't really, I don't really like the medium personally. Maybe that's a generational thing, but I I like performing for you know people in the room. Yeah. Um, so we don't have any plans for that. Um, although we do have a a live album coming out actually oh. uh, from Banana Stand uh, Media, and that's uh, it's actually uh, up for pre order right now. It just came out, um, and there is a video from that uh, that just got released as well, and that was from our PDX Pop Now performance in 2019 sweet um so there's that and then we've got some shows booked at mississippi studios and uh polaris hall later in the year okay um and i don't know we'll just see what happens with the summer you know like, yeah everybody's kind of just feeling it out but uh we're we're down to play if there's any booking agents listening okay <laughs> i like that where can people pick up the live album and when will they be able to pick up the new music that you provide yeah, us with? The live album, let's see, it's on the Banana Stand um, Bandcamp. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know what the URL is, but I think if you just search for Banana Stand Media. As in Bandcamp. like Arrested Development Banana Stand? You know, I, I've been meaning to I ask them. I think so. It's probably, it's, yeah. got, it's probably got something to do with that, yeah. I don't That's know, cool. but I, I, I hope so. I hope so too now, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I'll make sure to, to find that link and I'll link it on the blog post on our website when cool. I post this interview. Yeah. And they can go to Federale's Bandcamp to get your previous releases and when will they be able to find this new release? The new release, um, well, it's, so those those two songs are going to be a single and uh, I'm I'm want them to come out in conjunction with the movie okay. um, 
and as you know, like movie releases have been real uh, disrupted by this whole scenario. So um, that's something that has yet to be determined. Okay. Um, but it's I think it's going to be later in the year. But um, we we do have like a full length record, and I'm in the middle of trying to um, get that wrapped up. It can take a little bit of time because we've some of our arrangements are a little <laughs> complicated so it takes it just takes a little bit of time for me um but i think early next year we'll have okay. like a full length record but with the, the single hopefully coming out towards the end of the year all right cool yeah colin i really appreciate you taking some time to chat with me and and rolling yeah. your car window down i really <laughs> appreciate that Thanks for chasing me down. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody <laughs> make sure that you are going, if if there are tickets still available, I don't know, you know, the lot sold out of a lot of the concerts already and the music and movie shows, but go to the lot at Zydell Yards. I will, find, I will make sure that that website is in the blog post as well so you can see some of those magical pairings that, that Colin so expertly somaliized. No, Somalia's. I don't. I don't think that's a word, but like, we'll make not. it one. We'll make it one. Why not? Why, Why not? not? There's some great, great movies and and bands as well. So I Absolutely. I recommend it. Check it out. All right. Well, you you heard it from Colin Hegna, so now you gotta go. Thank got you it. again. You got it. Thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening to another amazing local artist drop-in session on Portland Radio Project. I am Veronica Bezesti, and you can catch me Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. on Subculture. I'm going to leave you now with one last brand new Federale tune. This is the worst thing I ever did was ever loving you. Sing the
nose was bloody And you forgot every eye There's one thing that you won't face up to That's true The worst thing you ever did Was letting me lose you Yeah, the worst thing that I ever did Was making love to you That's true